Howdy. This is Too Busy for Crypto. This podcast is for fans of cryptocurrency who want to increase their financial literacy and cryptocurrency literacy. This episode, I am going to focus on the positive aspects of the smart contract known as HEX. I have discussed negatives about HEX and cryptocurrency in previous episodes. HEX is the reason I care enough about cryptocurrency to do a podcast at all. None of this is financial advice. This is education. I am not an expert. There may be errors and inconsistencies. I encourage you to do your own research and your own thinking. Let's begin. If we are honest with ourselves and others when talking about assets, all most people care about is price. No one will listen to anything unless the issue of price is discussed. A well-known maxim of investing is, buy low, sell high. There is a more recent variation of this maxim that is known as, number go up, where buy low, sell high is pseudo-wisdom telling you the obvious, number go up explains an emotional need or reaction to increasing asset price. When evaluating an investment, a person asks, number go up? When reacting to an appreciating investment, a person exclaims, number go up. When speaking to a person about the positives of an investment, the most fundamental thing someone wants to know is, does this make number go up? This question is relevant to emotions and intuition. I will discuss a number of reasons why one may associate hex with number go up, and then I will discuss some other positives about hex. Reason. The highest performing asset class in history. Cryptocurrency is the best performing asset class in history, primarily taking into account Bitcoin and Ethereum, the two blockchains that matter historically. Cryptocurrencies in the early adoption phase that go on to achieve more adoption tend to make gains in unit value that are beyond anything available in conventional markets. In dollar terms, Bitcoin went up 690 million percent in 12 years. Ethereum went up about 1.5 million percent in 6 years. Hex went up 1 million percent in 2 years. One of the pointless dog coins did something similar. Four coins ever have done a 10,000x run. Most coins fail. Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Hex in order of current economic mass, represent the asset class and its potential. The point is not exactly how many thousands or millions of percent a coin's price went up. The point is that it is possible, and conventional assets cannot compete. The cryptocurrency asset class has repeated an unprecedented level of number go up in multiple coins that dominate the market and maintain value despite the extreme volatility of repeated 95% drops in fiat price. Some assets in other asset classes, like stocks, have done very well. But, 
those other asset classes cannot compete with the scale and speed of number go up in crypto. Reason. Low adoption. About 5% of the world is reported to use cryptocurrency by Statista at the end of 2022. That's about 400 million people out of 8 billion. A year earlier, they report it was 300 million people. Of course, most of these people are using crypto custodians and are not using real cryptocurrency, but they do not know that, nor do the statisticians reporting on them. The point is that baseline awareness, interest, and adoption are growing. Hex users are less than 1% of the world total. Hex's superior software and product market fit are likely to become more well-known. Hex could see a strong wave of adoption that also rides or even dominates the more general wave of mainstream crypto awareness and adoption. If we are lucky, the principles that make Hex great will steer people away from the fake crypto and into real crypto. What does low adoption have to do with number go up? In any market, price increases when there is more buying than selling, in the aggregate. If you simply think about Bitcoin adoption against Bitcoin price, or Ethereum adoption versus Ethereum price, the correlation should be obvious. Of course, all cryptocurrencies can drop 95% at any given time. Price histories of Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Hex displayed in log scale show that volatility is part of a rising wave pattern that continues to make new highs over time. Growing adoption of all cryptocurrency and Hex specifically is very likely to contribute to number go up. Reason. The network effect. The network effect is known as Metcalfe's Law. Here is a quote from Wikipedia. Quote, According to Metcalfe, the rationale behind the sale of networking cards was that the cost of the network was directly proportional to the number of cards installed, but the value of the network was proportional to the square of the number of users. This was expressed algebraically as having a cost of n and a value of n squared. End quote. The network effect relates to the previous points of best performing asset class and early adoption. I feel it should be stated as its own point because it emphasizes the software networking nature of cryptocurrency and blockchains. It is not very different from the history of adoption of the internet via networking cards. Some people use new tech early on when it's hard, and others wait or happen to see it working later and decide it's time to join. Every new person and new connection adds strength and value to the network. In terms of number go up, if there is a useful cryptocurrency that has a persistent net addition of participants, the price of a cryptocurrency can increase rapidly due to the squaring concept. Metcalfe's law is a concept, not an actual law. However, we have seen it play out with Netscape, America Online, Google, Amazon, Facebook, World of Warcraft, Bitcoin, and Ethereum. 
Hex is on its way. The network effect usually has a strong relationship to number go up. Reason. Hex mining is for everyone. Mining is a fundamental aspect of cryptocurrency because it is the means of production of the currency. Mining is how a person earns more of a currency without buying the currency outright. The analog in fiat currency is called printing. Although fiat currency is 95% digital, we still call it printing money. Bitcoin was the founding invention of cryptocurrency, and it innovated proof-of-work mining so that any user could theoretically create his own supply of Bitcoin without buying or being sent any by another holder. Ethereum made it possible to do proof-of-stake mining, which converted the capital requirement for mining from physical hardware to digital value. Hex mining improves upon Bitcoin mining and Ethereum mining. Hex has a fair and accessible mining protocol to create new supply. Fiat currencies are inherently unfair and inaccessible. Bitcoin and Ethereum are not inherently unfair or inaccessible, but they become that way because they eventually price out most people. PulseChain is similar to Ethereum in this respect, but it is too new to have priced people out yet. Fiat currencies are inherently unfair and inaccessible because unelected central bankers print money from nothing for banks and governments, while the people have no means to print money in a competitive manner. This results in the people being secretly taxed through theft of value. Hex and Ethereum both use proof-of-stake mining, which improves on Bitcoin proof-of-work mining. Bitcoin proof-of-work mining is a great idea, but the requirement for expensive hardware from a few special manufacturers and the requirement for buying loads of electricity makes it an elite endeavor. Ethereum would be fine except validation requires 32 ETH, which prices out most crypto participants as long as ETH value remains high. Delegating a minor share of ETH to validators requires giving up control to a middleman, which is the antithesis of real crypto. Similar to Ethereum, PulseChain has a high bar of 32 million Pulse to be a validator, but there is an expectation that delegation should not involve giving up control of assets. Hex uses software miners called T-shares that may be acquired with any amount of Hex, even a fraction. There is a Hex to T-share rate that always increases to ensure that existing miners cannot get a better price for T-shares than new miners, in Hex terms. The barrier to entry does not lie with HEX, but with gas costs and fees needed to use a network like Ethereum or PulseChain, and a decentralized exchange like Uniswap or PulseX. T-shares monetize time instead of monetizing problem-solving. The greater the delay of gratification, the greater the potential yield of HEX from a starting amount of HEX. A T-share is created when a HEX holder uses the HEX staking contract to promise that he will burn HEX principal now 
in order to receive the principal plus some yield later. All that is required of the holder is that he holds some hex and has the ability to delay gratification. During the contract period, a share of new hex supply will be set aside for the user's T-share to be awarded when the user completes the contract that he made with himself. How hex mining being for everyone is a reason for number go up is that whatever the hex price is, you can mine it with T-shares and earn more hex units. If hex has a price, then mining allows a user to get more of something that has a price without having to pay anything except network gas fees for starting and ending the contract. Anyone can mine hex. There is no gatekeeping. Anyone who chooses to mine can make number of units go up. Reason. Miners support the price. Hex is a system that encourages long-term thinking, long-term investment, and delayed gratification. It discourages short-termism through supply inflation, and it encourages long-termism through supply inflation. Holders of liquid hex indirectly pay hex miners to support the price. Hex miners obtain the value of supply inflation in return for their illiquidity, which means an inability to sell at any time. Since the miners cannot sell the hex they have removed from supply, that removes the overall selling potential in the system. Since market price movement is related to the ratio of buyers to sellers, a lower selling potential means the price cannot drop as fast or as far as if that removed hex supply was available. Although holders of liquid hex pay a silent tax of not receiving new supply inflation, they are always in a state of benefiting from reduced sell potential in the market. This asymmetry means that market buying has a slightly more potent effect than market selling which affects number go up in terms of price. Liquid holders may benefit from number go up immediately because they may sell any time. Miners must wait to see if they can benefit from number go up because they cannot sell before a contract expires without paying penalties. It is a win for holders and miners and the number go up for the system as a whole. Reason Hex monetizes time by providing an initial share bonus. When a hex holder chooses to start a mining contract by running the start stake function, the holder must select two parameters, amount of hex and duration of contract. The prospective miner can see a calculation that demonstrates the function known as longer pays better. This function assigns an initial multiplier to the amount of hex staked versus the T-share rate. The multiplier is a linear scaling function from 1 day to 10 years. Less than a year is less than 1x the T-share rate. 1 year is equal to the T-share rate. 5 years gives 2x the T-shares per the rate. And 10 years or more gives 
3x the T-shares per the rate. This is an initial bonus to incentivize mining and delayed gratification. Two miners who stake the same amount of hex get different rewards based on the duration of each miner's contract. If both stake enough hex to get one T-share for one year, but the second miner elects a 10-year contract, then over the first year, the 10-year miner will have three T-shares accruing daily rewards instead of one T-share. When a miner chooses a longer staking duration, the miner gets an upfront bonus of T-shares and therefore more initial potential of number of units go up. Reason. Hex monetizes time by increasing rewards per mining share. Hex is designed to simulate compound interest. Compound interest is the most powerful way to monetize time. Compound interest is a way to acquire wealth passively by letting an investment pay income and buy more of itself over time to pay even more income over time. Compound interest is how those who acquire wealth are able to maintain their position of relative wealth over time. Hex mining simulates compound interest rather than actually doing compound interest to streamline a number of things like eliminating income transactions and reinvestment transactions. A hex mining share has two transaction points, the start stake function and the end stake function. The miner's number of shares do not change during a staking period. True compound interest would see an increase in shares over time. Instead, the HEX smart contract resets the share rate higher when a stake ends, if that stake has the best historical yield. When a staking contract ends, the miner must restake the entire principal plus yield for the same length of time or longer in order to get the same number of shares as he had on the previous stake with just the principal. An old miner restaking and a new miner who is staking for the first time are on equal footing because the T-share rate enforces equal opportunity, which I mentioned in the previous point. The point I am making now is that this share rate increase makes T-shares more expensive in hex terms. If a person has a 15-year-long stake, then the T-share rate is adjusting as others end stakes during that time. The increasing T-share rate reduces the amount of T-shares that can be created with the amount of liquid hex that is available. This makes the supply of T-shares deflate over time. The hex miner with the 15-year stake has the same number of shares for the 15-year period. During that time, new stakers have access to fewer shares as the T-share supply deflates. The 15-year staker therefore gets an increase in his relative portion of the current share supply. Since hex supply inflation is distributed equally to all T-shares in the T-share supply, that means the daily inflation reward increases over time. The daily inflation reward per shares increase over time is not something that can be specifically expected or predicted. 
This helps Hex not be a security, because there is no expectation of profit solely from the work of others. A miner does work to acquire shares, and then maybe other transactions occur during the mining period that result in the mining shares getting more reward per share. It is a second-order effect because it is contingent on other things happening first. How this relates to number go up is not about hex price, it is about the units of hex yield that are acquired on top of the principle used to start a mining contract. The base concept of mining is that you use hex to acquire more hex. The secondary concept of increasing share of rewards is that the potential acquisition of hex per share increases over time. Again, number of units go up. Reason. The relationship of maximum mining yield to hex price. As I explained in the last point, the potential pool of future shares that receive inflation will deflate over time. The actual pool of current shares has historically not reached 11% of the potential pool of shares. Although more than 30% of all HEX holding wallets may have shares, only about 10% of the HEX supply has been locked away by miners. The percent of HEX supply that is locked away relates directly to the maximum yield of a staking contract. The HEX inflation reward rate is locked permanently at 3.69% of the total HEX supply. If only 10% of the HEX supply has been converted to shares that receive inflation, then each share gets 10 times the base inflation rate. If only 10% of the HEX supply is converted to T-shares, then T-shares are receiving 36.9% annualized percent yield, APY, on any given day. If the number of actual T-shares doubles due to increased adoption, so that 20% of HEX supply is converted to T-shares, then the APY gets cut in half to 18.45%. That's still an incredible yield, but there's more. For the proportion of locked hex supply to increase, several things would need to happen. More overall adoption of hex would have to occur. A higher proportion of hex holders would have to choose to delay gratification to mine hex rather than having the option to sell at the next pump. Those holders who choose to mine hex will face an ever-increasing share rate, meaning they will have to spend more hex to get the same number of shares, making shares more expensive unless hex price is dropping. The amount of adoption and economic energy required to move the needle on the percent of locked hex supply would be so great that the hex price itself would have to skyrocket to keep up with the new demand. In terms of number go up, the relationship of hex supply locked for mining versus the APY of mining yield is imbalanced in such a way that hex price increase from base demand would most likely far outweigh the decrease in mining yield associated with demand for mining shares. 
To say it's simpler, mining adoption increases a lot, mining yield decreases a little, but price number go up a lot. Reason. Hex mining yield is unaffected by recessions. Hex mining generates a yield of more hex in any price environment. Bitcoin and Ethereum mining are an active process that is dependent on block verification. Hex mining is a passive process that is tied to the passage of time. Every day that a mining share exists in the system, it has a claim to a proportion of supply inflation for that day. Nothing else matters. The price of hex does not matter. Whether the larger crypto world is in a bull or bear market does not matter. By contrast, in legacy markets, the SEC yield of a traditional bond fund changes as the net asset value of the fund changes with broader movements in the bond market. Hex yield has a fixed component and a floating component. The fixed component of hex yield is the stake duration that the user chooses at the beginning. This affects the number of shares that do the mining. The floating component is the ratio of all locked hex versus all unlocked hex. This can also be said as staked hex versus total hex or burned hex versus total hex. The floating component is not very mobile. A change in the ratio of locked hex to unlocked hex requires major demographic movement in the following. Percent of liquid hex that is not in OA wallets, subset of hex that is available for purchase on exchanges, subset of hex that is purchased, and subset of hex that is staked. The last part is very important because most hex participants do not stake and a significant amount of staking activity is short duration. The ratio of locked to unlocked hex is not only dependent on what is available, it is dependent on human behavior. Human behavior is fairly predictable in the aggregate, which makes staking behavior fairly stable. Other behaviors affect market availability, which makes that somewhat stable. Therefore, Although the ratio floats, it is resistant to change. Because hex mining yield is partly fixed and partly resistant to change, the results of mining show itself to be fairly consistent over time. Whatever the current base payout is, history shows that the payout will probably never dip below that and actually trends to increase over time. If a miner is seeing a daily minimum yield of 7 hex per day per t-share, then that yield will persist through any environment. Recessions and the broader market don't matter to t-shares. All that matters is that when time passes, number of units go up. Reason. Strictly upside volatility. An added layer to the point I just made about positive yield in any environment is that hex yield has strictly upside volatility. This concept is important because you are unlikely to find this property in any other asset. 
if I say that the current daily minimum yield is 7 hex per T-share per day, I say minimum because T-shares also accrue yield from 50% of staking penalties. Early end stake and late stake penalties are applied to stakes that a miner fails to end at the time that the miner promised. Every day that penalties occur, 50% of those penalties are distributed among T-shares on top of the distribution of supply inflation from ending stakes. Lots of penalties can add anywhere from 1 to 20 hex per T-share for a given day, or more. The 7 hex per day yield will often become 8 or 9 hex, and occasionally there will be a massive spike. Staking penalties are related to elements of human behavior like ignorance, impatience, emergencies, and forgetfulness. One is never certain one will see a day of upside volatility, but we have never seen a day of downside volatility since Big Payday ended the year one launch phase of HEX and made the system more stable. Downside volatility does not exist in daily payouts because HEX is programmed to distribute 3.69% supply inflation to all T-shares and that is the floor. This relates to number go up because the minimum base yield is number of units go up, but upside volatility means number of units go up more. This concludes the portion of my discussion on reasons for number go up. Number go up with regard to price has comprised most of the historical gains for hex. However, the factors that relate to number of units go up are persistent and significant. These factors are associated with hex mining and show that T-shares perform regardless of hex price. Hex price matters less when you can get more hex by promising yourself not to sell for a while. I don't personally like talking about what hex price could be, but this point is one that Hex founder Richard Hart emphasizes because people fundamentally only care about price. From the lowest Hex price about a month after launch to the recent high of 55 cents in 2021, Hex price increased about 1 million percent. If a person had bought at that low and staked for 10 years or more, then at the high of 55 cents, that person would have an unrealized gain of 1,400,000% instead of just 1,000,000%. The point he likes to make is that most of the gains have been due to price and not staking. So it is perfectly fine if you don't stake because that is not where most of the gains have been. This is true historically, but when evaluating HEX over the long term, I prefer not to expect another 10,000x in price, even though anything is possible. If HEX replicates Bitcoin price performance like it was designed to, then another big run would occur. Talking about historical price performance speaks to the number-go-up mentality, but I feel it is not the most convincing argument to make during a bear market because it is about history rather than mechanics. With all this discussion about price and assets and mining, let's not forget ever that cryptocurrency is software. 
cryptocurrency exists to provide a means to remove middlemen, i.e. financial intermediaries, from peer-to-peer -peer transactions. Cryptocurrency is based on trust in math rather than trust in people. Hex is secure because it is immutable code. The Hex consensus mechanism, known as proof-of-stake or proof-of-weight mining, is locked and isolated in a smart contract that can never change. Hex benefits from a second layer of security, which is the consensus mechanism of whatever blockchain it is on. For now, that is Ethereum and PulseChain. Hex has no admin keys. There is no single party or central authority that can influence the code. There is no CEO and no company. Only fake crypto has CEOs and companies and founders who retain any control over the coins of others. The Hex founder can die, and the Hex website can go down forever, and it will have no effect on Hex itself. Hex only exists on the blockchain. There are already alternative front-end websites operating or ready to deploy in case of a physical or cyber attack. Front ends are how we interact with the blockchain. Hex ownership began completely centralized, just like Bitcoin. And just like Bitcoin, that central ownership can only be diluted by mining. Currently, 90% of Hex supply is not available on the market. It is liquid, but is associated with an origin address that has historically been a mostly inactive and benevolent actor not proven to be tied to any person. Hex will decentralize over time as miners create new supply that dilutes the origin address. This is just like Bitcoin, where Satoshi started with 100% of supply. Hex is trustless both as a liquid cryptocurrency and as a mining contract. A hex holder may become a hex miner by running the code known as the start-stake function of the hex smart contract. There is no intermediary. The holder creates a contract with himself. The hex principle is banished from supply to a burn address and cannot be stolen or used by anyone. Hex principle and hex yield are tied to the private keys of the miner and may only be claimed by those same private keys running the end-stake function. Hex is not a security because miners do work to run the start-stake function and end-stake function. Miners do not rely solely on the work of others for profit. Hex has a dedicated core community that provides tools and knowledge to use and understand Hex. Blockchain data must be inherently public in order to be real crypto. Many individuals in the Hex community have created websites to obtain reams of data, to teach about certain functions, or to teach general topics like operational security. Hex is one of the most transparent and information-rich ecosystems in the crypto sphere. A person must take time to look. I made this podcast both for curious people who look and for people who are too busy to do anything. Hex is not listed on any centralized exchange. Although price is likely to rise significantly if a centralized exchange 
lists hex, this is not an entirely good thing from the perspective of decentralization. Centralized exchanges are currently necessary as fiat on-ramps, but they fall under the umbrella of fake crypto, and lots of negative things can come with that big bump in adoption. For example, if an exchange fails, then all of the assets it holds get sold off to pay for debts, and that hurts the price of any asset it holds. It may be better if Hex remains unentangled with the world of fake crypto for longer. What will be best for Hex is if most of the mining is done by individuals who dislike middlemen rather than by the middlemen themselves. Hex is great because people come for the price appreciation, but they stay for the yield. Fully benefiting from the HEX system requires adopting a long-term mindset where you delay gratification in order to get paid for your time in the system. The playing field is level. Everyone is early to the party. We are only limited by our ability to commit to ourselves. It is all about making time work for us instead of against us. That is all for this episode about hex positives and number go up. I hope my discussion helps you to better understand or articulate some of these ideas. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day.